This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel and what a post-game podcast we have for you as we react to Liverpool 2, Tottenham Hotspur 1. It was a victory that sent Liverpool above Jose Mourinho's Spurs to the top of the Premier League table and it was one that was rapturously received by the 2,000 supporters who were lucky enough to be at Anfield and by the millions of Liverpool fans from across the world. And we will be hearing from four happy Reds in the second half of this podcast. But we'll start at Anfield with the very of the Liverpool Echoes Liverpool FC correspondent Paul Gorst and by hearing Jurgen Klopp's press conference in full. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Liverpool have gone top of the Premier League with a 2-1 win here at Anfield against Tottenham Hotspur. Roberto Firmino's stoppage time header giving the Reds the points that takes them to the top for the first time since the end of October. Uh, Liverpool were made to work for it though it has to be said Tottenham dug in uh, defended resolutely uh, with a five-man back line and really dug in and looked to play on the counter-attack as has been Jose Mourinho's modus operandi since he's been at Tottenham particularly this season where they've had some joy uh, in big games they got a draw at Chelsea and of course beat Manchester United but uh, Liverpool managed to, to sneak a late winner with uh, Firmino said that before that it was Mohamed Salah with his 14th goal of the season uh, it owed a lot to Curtis Jones, who um, was very direct with his dribble inside the box. Uh, the ball broke to Salah and his effort looped over Hugo Lloris to give Liverpool the lead. But uh, Spurs got back in it with, uh, with their only shot on target in the first half. Hyung uh, Min Son springing the offside trap. Another controversial VAR decision that didn't take anywhere near as long as ones that we've seen previously this season. Um, Son went through on goal and uh, dispatched it past Allison to make it 1-1. And for a long time, it looked like that was going to be the story of the game. Uh, Stephen Bergwijn had a big chance for Tottenham in the second half. He hit the inside of the post. Liverpool uh, got away with that one. But uh, in the main, Liverpool were, were good value for this 2-1 win. Uh, they had much of the ball, uh, most of the chances, and looked to be the team creating on the front foot for, for most of the game. As we say, Tottenham looking to uh, to sit in and break and counter when they could. But Liverpool limited them to a to few chances, except for one or two in the second half. Uh, Reese Williams was excellent, a 19-year-old come in for Joel Matip who, uh, who was out with a back injury and um, he didn't really put a foot long on his uh, his Premier League debut. It was him who played uh, Son on side but that uh, decision was was a questionable one. It remains to be seen whether that was uh, the correct one but it was given in the end. Liverpool um, dusted themselves off, went again and uh, finally dug out a, a last-minute winner in front of 2,000 fans here at Anfield. So it's finished Liverpool 2, Tottenham Hotspur 1, the Reds go three clear at the top. Good evening, Jürgen. Well done tonight. I can obviously talk about a significant moment in the title race, but some of your feelings after that. For well, that, this is much early, but um, tough period, really tough period. Um, not only coming up, um, we, we went already through and um, playing then a game like this tonight is absolutely exceptional. Um, yeah, top game, deserved three points against the top side, um, organisation-wise. So difficult to play against them with the counter-attacking threat they have. Um, so, yeah, I like the game a lot. Can I ask you, how much did someone like Reese Williams step up tonight when you're having to look after the likes of Son and Harry Kane? Reese couldn't defend them alone, but he had a big part in it. So he did really a good job. So it's really nice for him. Um, it was obviously a late decision. 
um, because well, we didn't know exactly what will happen, stuff like this, um, but it'd be fine or not. Um, but he did, he did really well. And that's for us um, massively important. What is it about this side that manages to keep going like that and come up with those late moments in games that see you through? We didn't have now too many times in that season to the late moments in the game. I know we had that maybe last season. I don't know. I have no problem with starting it again, <laughs> scoring late if needed. Um, but I really think we deserve the three points. Right? So, um, we, of course, Tottenham had chances. I know they scored a goal. Unbelievable tight offside decision. We are really not lucky with these moments in the moment. Uh, and. And had other chances. Harry, we cannot defend Harry Kane 90 minutes. Son, Bergwijn, the speed they have is incredible. So, but around these moments, we were completely in charge of the game, which is important. Stayed concentrated, protected our attacks sensationally well. Counter press was good, passing was good. And of course, not all our efforts lead to a goal, to a proper chance, because they are deep in the box and defend all the high balls. So you need to be creative. And the boys were creative and they stayed. Um, and, and if not, then force it. And that's the first goal we forced a little bit. And the second with the set piece is um, really nice because we don't have a lot of time to work on things, but we always take the time to do at least the set pieces properly. And um, that worked out again. Okay, Crossy, do you want to go? Yeah, hello, Jürgen. Um, can, can I just ask you um, how much, how important can that victory be? I know it's, it's, it's you know, top B second, but does that does that give a confidence? Is, is that a big statement in the season? I don't think we struggle with confidence. We just don't think about it. It's just the boys. We are a good football team, but we are in a difficult situation. Everyone knows that, and we don't have to. Um, make a story of it or whatever it's for all of us difficult and um, so but then throwing a performance like this on the pitch is pretty special it's pretty special and um, so yeah so yeah it keeps us confidence but in 60 something hours we, we play again so we have to be ready again for Crystal Palace um, and we try obviously but for tonight um, in this moment I couldn't feel better. So, and after the press conference, I started thinking about Crystal Palace. Okay, James Pierce, please. Join me, James. Hello, hi, Jurgen. Um, Jurgen, can I just ask you about Roberto Firmino? You could see what that meant to him and and to everyone that that late goal. What what do you think that'll do for for his belief going forward, going into such a busy period? I just hope that he never doubts himself. I mean, actually, in training, it doesn't look like, but there's so much talk about um, always. Um, it always feels like people are surprised. Oh, Bobby scored. So he scores goals, um, important ones for us. And it's not about, but for us, it's not so much about who scores them. Uh, but because for us, it's only important the ball is in the back of the net. That's the only thing what's important for us. And the way how we get there, there are a few obvious things like passing the ball, crossing the ball and finishing finishing it off. Um, but making the runs to open up the gaps for all these things, people don't see that. I understand that. But so I'm not surprised that Bobby scores goals. I'm really happy that he scored tonight's one because it was very important for us and for him as well, but more for us. And um, so, just let's keep going. Okay, and final question from Carl Markham, please. Hi, Jürgen. Hi, Carl. Hi, Jürgen. Um, we spoke about how, how resilient your side are. Did this victory feel like like some of those lasses and some of those, you know, 
where you you kept going till the end. I know people say it's a significant result, but did it feel like last season? Yeah, a little bit. I'm now not too much in the in the last season anymore, to be honest. But I can understand that people might think it was a little bit similar like last season. But first and foremost, it, it was one of the best performances for a while. So that's how it is. We, we had a few good games. So Wolves only what was it a week ago? One and a half, one and a half, ten days ago, whatever. Um, was a top game. So we play quite good football um, from time to time, and that's why we have the amount of points we have. Uh, we don't compare it really uh, with last season, but it was the performance we needed tonight and um, for, a, for a massive three points. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. We'll next hear from Jürgen on Friday when he previews the trip to Crystal Palace and the reunion with Roy Hodgson. But for now, the focus remains very much on the superb win over Spurs. And now we have the pleasure of getting the thoughts of four of our regular post-game fan callers. And that's Owen Thomas, Hannah Pinnock, Lauren Black and Ross Strachan. Thanks for joining me. Hello, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. They call it the sweet smell of success, don't they? But this was more fragrant than a rubescent rose from the great Garden of Eden itself. Praise be, the Reds are back in our spiritual home, first place, despite having five world-class players out, despite Manchester's Anthony Taylor, despite the odds and despite having to play around Mourinho's deathly dull dogs of snore. I have so much adoration for Jurgen Klopp tonight. This was a victory for expansive, adventurous, skillful football over that boring, defensive sludge that his counterpart prefers. The way we stretched all across the pitch to create little pockets of space inside was a plan of unshrinking boldness and full credit to the players for having the vigour and expertise to actually deploy it. Curtis Jones, Hendo and Genie all played fabulously well and Mo Salah wasn't just a man possessed, he was electricity personified. Mane was demolition man down the left and how the Coppites must still now be singing the name of our number nine. What a game and what an emotional night as well, of course. The tributes to the great Gérard Houllier at the start of the match were appropriately moving for such a marvellous and caring man and I can't help but imagine his joy had he also seen Bobby thundering in that winner in the last minute like that. This is real football, the greatest game in the world. I'm going to go and stare at the table now, my friends. The Rocket Reds are back, blasting their way through the stratosphere and leaving rivals on this mortal sphere. Next up is Palace at breakfast time on Saturday. This is Owen from Cop On Podcast saying get your griddles on the fire because this one is going to be sizzling. What a game. What a performance. <sighs> a little bit lost for words with just the madness of that at the end. Oh, 
but that is how you like to win games obviously not not great for my heart and my heart rate but just to see Bobby score at the end there and, and run the length of the pitch to celebrate in front of the cop oh it's just it's moments like that and to go back top of the league is oh what a what a night um I thought we were exceptional um we absolutely deserve to win that um don't get me wrong I thought Spurs played well in the sense of they probably executed Mourinho's game plan to a T um a lot of people have described it as anti-football they very much camped in their own half the majority of the game they they came out a little bit more second half they had a fair few chances the Bergwijn one um is what springs to mind I think we got very lucky there that 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 didn't go in um but first half we were absolutely all over them um we the some of the football we played was just exceptional um and obviously a deserved lead through Mo Salah um albeit <laughs> took a little bit of a deflection off our viral but I'd say it was a brilliant shot from Mo um it was a little bit frustrating on our part I mean the amount of times that we just fired it literally passed it straight to Lloris um for a while it just felt like it was it was going to be one of those days where we might have rued those missed chances um and then it's a little bit mad watching it when Son scored because they were showing a replay of something and then suddenly next thing you know the goals um the ball's in the back of our net so um the off I mean I don't it wasn't offside it 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 was onside just um but I can absolutely understand fans frustrations with with that goal because it was very very tight and at first glance it did look like Son was slightly off um but they literally just drew one line and and that was it um and it's it's I mean I can't really complain about it because we won but um it's not the fact that it was on like it was on side and I'm glad to a certain extent that it went in favour of the attacker but I think for a lot of Liverpool fans it's just more the consistency of those sort of decisions that a fair few of our goals I mean Mane against Everton springs to mind so many of our goals have been intensely intensely looked at by VAR for like five minutes and multiple lines drawn to get to a point where the attacker's offside and the fact that they just looked at that once drew one line that was like oh yeah he's onside um I think it's it's just very much the consistency that's frustrating um but you, you know you almost felt like it was going to go the other way and and <laughs> we'd have scored an incredibly tight goal and it would have gone against us knowing our luck but um um not too much frustration with that of course um at the end of the day son was onside just <laughs> but given how tight it was you you would have expected var to look at it a little bit more than it did but um other than that it was a good finish from son and we switched off so we probably deserved to concede in that moment um and then second half we we looked slightly off it second half i don't want to say off it because we still played well um i think spurs just gave it a little bit more second half um they came at us a little bit more um i think reese williams struggled for pace a little bit which is exactly why i think mora was brought on um but other than that i thought you know reese williams had a very solid game quite a few good clearances um 
and then obviously deep deep into the second half Bobby steps up and heads heads home the winner so just incredible scenes um oh it's just it just oh what a game <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit lost for words just with just the 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 mad like what a game um of football <laughs> um it's just incredible and I just want to specifically highlight that performance from Curtis Jones I mean I thought all across the pitch I thought Henderson and Ginny completely bossed that midfield all game I just want to talk about Curtis Jones because he was exceptional. Like he, I've, I've I've said it multiple times on here before. Like he is playing way beyond his years. I mean, there's moments that you can tell his age and that you can tell he's not quite as experienced. But just the confidence that he plays with is what does it for me. At such a young age, he just doesn't look out of place in a midfield of of Premier League and Champions League winners. He he's nineteen and he doesn't look out of place. Like he is going to go far, and he will make it at Liverpool. Um, quite a bold prediction, but I think from what we've seen of him so far this season, I think there's there's no denying that he has definitely got a career at Liverpool. Um, but yeah, I mean, would have been nice to see maybe Naby or, or Ox get some minutes. I mean, Naby was literally about to be brought on, but the final whistle went and. It didn't matter because we won, but um, it was a little bit confusing why why Klopp didn't make any changes just because of, you know, it's very much that team that are playing pretty much 90 minutes of almost every game, Um, especially Ginny and especially Robertson. Um, But in a way, you can sort of understand why he didn't because we were playing so well. A substitution might have altered the, the momentum a little bit and change the way that we played slightly and, and I don't know who you would have taken off to be honest Curtis Jones played well the whole of the midfield played well so I don't really know who you'd replace him with but um but yeah what a deserved win and on to Palace. Lauren Black here to give my thoughts after Liverpool beat Tottenham 2-1 at Anfield to go top of the table uh, a massive result for Liverpool tonight um against a very defensive but highly dangerous attack on Tottenham side um we knew it was going to be a tough game and it was going to be a big game going into it. Um, and obviously with Mourinho, he always somehow manages to come to Anfield with any team and make it a frustrating match. But most of the time recently, we've been we've always been able to get the better of him and we did just that tonight. Um, I think I'm running out of words to describe this team sometimes. Obviously, it wasn't the best performance on Sunday and everyone made, made their thoughts clear, but... Tonight, coming into a really big game in you know the busiest period of the season, um, to get into the last sixteen in the Champions League, and beating our nearest rivals in the league so far to go top of the table, there's just no words to describe it. The determination and just the this the desire of this Liverpool squad to knuckle down and get the results when they're needed. Um, I thought Reese Williams was was great again obviously making his Premier League debut tonight um a big test up against Son and Harry Kane who are a brilliant duo, duo one of the best attacking attacking players in in the league um but I thought he, he did well he kept us cool and he did his job well alongside Fabinho um I mentioned Curtis Jones in the last couple of these but again playing exceptionally well in midfield he's taken that spot and made his own in the absence of some key players 
Um, and he hasn't looked out of place once. You know, he's confident, confident on the ball, willing to drive forward, create chances, and he's not afraid to th- throw through chicks in there, which he's, he displayed tonight. So he's obviously playing with a little bit of confidence and really happy for him. Um, it's fair to say that Tottenham had their chances in this match. Um, a great counter-attack goal from them to equalise via Son and then opportunities for Bergwijn and Harry Kane as well. That could have you know, buried the game and made it all three points for them. But thankfully it was Liverpool who walked over the three points. Um, and that was thanks to this man, Bobby Firmino. Um, so happy for him to get to get the all-important goal and you could see what it meant to him. The team and the fans, you know, by, by the celebrations. Um, I feel like he's starting to, to get back to, to the way he was playing the last couple of seasons and gain some confidence again. And He's been performing really well in recent matches. Um, you know, hunting the ball down, putting the Spurs defenders under pressure tonight. And he had a couple of opportunities before his, his last minute goal um, to, to get to grab a goal. So, yeah, really happy, happy for him. And his header was brilliant. You know, Alderweire just lets him go. And that opens up a bit of space for him. But he gets good contact on the ball. And um, the keeper had no chance. So I'm really happy for him. Um, obviously, Another big test um, against Crystal Palace on Saturday. Obviously, the lunchtime kickoff, which isn't always Klopp's favourite, but two days to recover um, and train ahead of that game. But I'm confident we can give it a good, good performance. It's Ross and Witness with his thoughts on the Liverpool v Tottenham game. Wonderful 2 1 victory in the end, nothing more than the Reds deserved. And we go top of the table going in towards Christmas, all looking rosy for the Reds. Started off, first half, thought we've Liverpool absolutely excellent for the first 45 minutes, totally dominated the game. I don't know what the possession stats, they've got to be the 70 plus percentage wise. There was plenty of shots on goal, plenty of action. Tottenham, you could clearly, you, you know, you could clearly see Tottenham's uh, plan. Typical Mourinho setup, how he's so tight, so defensive. It's worked for him many a year. Not the type of football I'd want to be watching, but you can see what they were doing. They made it really, really uh, hard for our fullbacks to get involved, which is one of our main assets. They were almost playing six at the back at one point, and but Liverpool, with I thought they were excellent in that first half. Like I say, created a lot of chances and got the breakthrough. I think it's about 25 minutes. Good bit of work from Jones. And it falls to Salah, bit of a deflection on the shot, but 1-0 open. You think it could? we could really push on. And it was only five or, five or ten minutes later that somehow that they've got themselves back in the game. The only time they've probably had an attack. I think it was the only time they had a shot in that first half. Um, I think it was from Liverpool corner when I um, missed chance and then straight from the goal kick they've had one or two touches Son's in on goal and he's deadly from that sort of range cracking player Son finishes it 1-1 totally against the run of play but like I say typical Mourinho performance I thought first half I thought Spurs pretty poor to be honest didn't offer anything like I say and you're expecting a little bit more Going into the second half, come out a little bit more positive uh, spares, few more chances for for them. Um, you've got Birdwine who hits the post, really probably should have scored actually, and 
and Kane's missed a great header. They've had they've had a few chances, but Liverpool again. They took a little bit longer to get going. Liverpool probably ten or fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, but still absolutely dominated possession. Some wonderful football was played and plenty of chances created. I mean, got a mention for Spurs. I thought Aurier at the back thought he was excellent. Really. Really managed Mane well. Mane was trying everything to get round him. I thought he defended really well. But other than that, I don't think I can really... Spurs were... It was a typical... Like I say, typical Mourinho. We've seen him do it for years and years and years. And it was just wonderful to... You know, 89th, 90th minute, whatever it was. From the corner, Firmino scored the header... Absolute wonderful power header. Lovely to see Firmino get the goal. Gets a lot of stick off you know, some of the media for not scoring enough goals. But you can see what it meant. So you can see what it meant to the team. And absolute scenes there. 2 1. Totally deserved the win. And I think we've got to mention the youngsters, really. That's, all, that's what you've got to mention. We've gone into that game with no senior centre backs. Fabinho, obviously, we know what he's bringing. We've almost taken it for granted how good he is. But Reese Williams, such a young kid, playing against you know, two of the hottest prospect, uh, hottest players in the Premier League and Kane and Son. And he really did dealt, deal with them well. He got caught out a couple of the odd time, but that's going to be expected. But all in all, a wonderful performance from Reese Williams. And in the midfield, Curtis Jones, I thought, was probably our best player on the pitch. And for me, he was the man of the match. Involved in all everything going going forward. You can see the positive and the confidence of the lad growing week by week. He's trying more and more tricks. He, he can the balance on the left foot, right foot, his vision. It's just his confidence on the ball is it's a joy to see, you know, a young lad like that. And I just hope he's in the team for many years to come. It's it's wonderful to see. So, yeah, wonderful 2-1 victory. Really enjoyed it. Good game of football. I expect a little bit more from Spurs, but like I say, Mourinho, what do we expect? Just mentioned shocking interview from Mourinho there, seen at the end, saying that the the best side lost and he was having a go at clock for his antics on the sideline. I mean, I think the lad, the man's got a cheek. Some of the stuff he's done over the years and some of his antics just shows he's such a horrible, bitter man and... Absolutely love getting one over Mourinho and yeah, really, really enjoyed that tonight. And like I say, no one can say we did not deserve that tonight. Two on victory, Liverpool now top of the league. Yeah, Tottenham are going to be in the mix, but believe me, we're going to be in the mix. We've got all our injury worries, we know what it is, but we're still there and we're still going to be involved. And Mourinho, you're not going to, we're going to be there, mate, don't worry about that. So the busy Christmas period continues, I think. Who is it? Is it someone is it an early kickoff Saturday? And the games just keep coming. So we've just got to keep managing. Oh, we can maybe get Matic back. But if not, Reese Williams, excellent, like I say, so no worries about him playing. Keep our front three fit, we'll be alright. We're in the mix. Enjoying it. Enjoy tonight. Looking forward to the next game. Come on, Liverpool. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.